Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm bringing an interview with Dr. Jerome Fryer. He's uh, got a great story. You know, he's one of those chiropractors that's got a side gig that's become a a full-time gig on top of still treating patients, Uh, has an entrepreneur mindset, and he is the founder and developer of Dynamic Disc Designs. And, you know, we're all familiar with anatomical models and how cheesy they can be sometimes and how um, kind of non-functional and don't they really don't do a great job of really conveying what's going on to that patient but uh, Jerome's if you haven't seen them they're amazing go, we talk about it you can go to his website check it out but the models that he have are just really intuitive and it does, helps you do such a better job of communicating to your patients and the um, the the interview we discuss is actually just patient communication and education during that. I, I get that question a lot from chiropractors is, you know, things like report of findings and this and that and the other thing and, and overall communication. Um, too many chiropractors, frankly, do a good job of getting new patients, but don't do a good job of educating them and communicating properly. And there's a kind of leaky uh, bucket there and those patients are, are not following their treatment plan and you're confused by that. And then there's a lot of patients that aren't getting a, a, enough referrals from their patient base. And a lot of that can also stem from poor patient communication. And so we dive into that in this interview today uh, and, and just start talking about how you can use these types of uh, models to improve your patient communication. And we, you know, talk about other communication aspects as well. Uh, And it was a very enjoyable uh, interview. I've gotten to know Jerome over the last few months uh, better than I had before. I had seen his stuff. I I knew about him, but we we, uh, did a lot with the MPI Virtual Summit. And he was really helpful for that. And he was a sponsor of uh, our business summit as well that we just had that was really good. So uh, here is my interview with Dr. Jerome Fryer on patient education and communication. All right. Welcome to the show, Jerome. I really appreciate your time today. I'm excited to uh, finally chat. You and I have messaged back and forth and emails and this and that. We've done, uh, we've collaborated on a couple things. And so I'm excited to have you on before we dive into the the topic of today's show. Tell us a little bit about yourself, both uh, professionally and personally, and we'll go from there. Sure, Kevin. Thanks for having me. First of all, it's an honor to be here. Um, uh, so personally, well, how deep do we want to get? Probably not that deep. Eh? <laughs> yeah, we've had uh, so, some, we've had some breakdowns on the show, you know, like yeah. really dive into some, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, Jerome Fryer, so chiropractor 20 years, uh, went to University of Western States, uh, yeah, and just um, decided to um, just jump right in head first with, um, uh, you know, my practice. I didn't even associate. I just hung up a shingle and just went for it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's been a wild adventure, you know, and all the while, you know, through the whole process, working to try and just, you know, 
make outcomes better for the patient and uh, try to get better every day. So, um, yeah, I'm situated in Nanaimo, British Columbia, Vancouver Island. That's on the West coast of Canada, uh, just off of, um, Vancouver. Uh, you got to take a ferry to get here and I kind of like it that way. Yeah, it's nice. It's uh, secluded and I'm sure you got your own little kind of world there, but, uh, tell me about your practice. Are you still practicing, still own it? Are you still treating patients? What's, yeah. what's your practice story now? Oh yeah. No, I've, uh, I've backed off to three days a week, but they're full days. Um, and, uh, you know, just it's, uh, staying connected clinically, I think helps, uh, you know, helps me develop the things that I, that I, you know, want to, uh, provide other practitioners to help us with our, you know, maximizing our outcomes and that sort of thing. So, you know, and, and practice is just great. You know, I don't know. I think we've got the lowest rate of suicide of a of profession. So, you know, yeah. uh, I enjoy practice. I enjoy the patients. Um, so I, I can't give that up right now. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's interesting that you bring up just like, there's a lot of, I think we get a lot of purpose out of it. I, I've always struggled with that thought process of, cause like I'm down to, to Monday and Thursdays only. And, um, mm, I enjoy that. Yeah. I get, I still get that purpose. And I, I think to myself, cause I, I could stop treating patients, uh, with the other aspects of my career I have going on, but I feel, yeah. I might have a void. I don't know. Yeah. I've talked to people that don't treat anymore and they said, it's okay. You can still live, <laughs> yeah. but we do get a lot of satisfaction after getting people be out of getting people better. Right. Yeah. Well, you check in with yourself when you're in practice and you feel yourself just, there's, there's, there, there's an element of just like, you know, you just really, really help somebody mm -hmm. and they look at you and they thank you for it. And it's like, you know what, like that really felt good from both sides. And, and, uh, um, I don't know. I just think it's, uh, it's, it's healthy, you know, personally to, uh, to contribute in that way. You know, um, I don't know. It's, uh, I could see myself doing this for quite a while. Perfect. Well, it's, you know, you're, you're probably not getting burned out, which is nice. And, and, and obviously part of what we wanted to chat about today is because you have another huge aspect of your profession, your career that's also serving the profession and, and it's, we're going to wrap it around, kind of tie it into um, what a lot of chiropractors fail to realize. And, and you and I were doing some pre-talk before where uh, they always think about the fancy marketing idea or tactic or, yeah. you know, that type of stuff. But sometimes they forget the basics of patient communication, patient education, the patient experience and, and what you do away from your practice. And obviously you implement it in your practice. Uh, you know, goes a long way towards that. So tell us, tell us about that. Well, yeah, you know, it's always, I've found it's always about the, that, you know, try to optimize that engagement process. Right. Mm -hmm. And it started when, Oh, when I started practice and started, you know, collecting materials that I felt was going to be helpful for the patient education experience. And I, and I, you know, purchased the, you know, the, the four stage or the three stage degenerative uh, static models. And I had a, full spine and mm -hmm. and uh and so i you know and we didn't have anything better on the market at the time right mm -hmm. so i can so i you know began with my you know my spiel when people have problems and i you know try to show patients mm -hmm. the movements that cause their pain 
mm-hmm. right? And I so I take the you know full spine and I bend it, and you know, and you can see it just wasn't designed to be bent. The the discs were were separating and they're coming away from the vertebrae. You could see like you know you know there's wing nuts and there's screws and there's you know it's just it it was. Uh, and then it would break, right? There's a like mm-hmm. a copper rod or a steel rod in there that would break, and I have to keep sending the the model back to get to fix. And it just wasn't re- it wasn't matching up to the actual like the pain like the structures like the intervertebral disc. You mm-hmm. know, how do you dynamically show a disc bulge when they're symptomatic at the end of the day versus the beginning of the day? Can you show shear stress? Can you show that you know when vertebrae slide out of alignment a little bit that it causes symptoms? Uh, you know, so, you know, there's, we got nothing to show the innervation of the disc. We got nothing to show the innervation of the facet joint. We've got no ligamentum flavum. We've got no spondylolisthesis models. We've got no, you know what I mean? So it goes on and on and on and on. And I just felt like there was a, I just got fed up and, mm-hmm. and, um, not about fed up, like I, but I wanted to provide something that was better and I actually sold my original practice to move to a different location because of we have we had children Mm -hmm. and i sold my house and um and there was a bit of bit of profit there so i thought you know what and i was starting a new practice and i thought you know what and and i was going to a town where there was a lot of other chiropractors around and and uh there was a lot of competition and i thought you know what i've always prided myself on at my patient education when patients truly understand what's going on with them it empowers Mm -hmm. them and when you get a patient that's empowered about their anatomy, you're getting outcomes because they're compliant. They understand that you've built this solid connection. So, so I began developing a model just for the purpose of my own practice to be successful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just started crafting. I started crafting and playing and, and I hooked up with somebody that knew about different materials and then I just kept exploring and, and developing and developing. Next thing I know, I've got a really cool model for my own practice. And I thought, okay, this is going to help me build my practice because I'm going to be the leader in patient education because nobody has a model like this to show like a disc bulge, disc herniation, you know, fissures, that sort of thing, which is what we typically are trying to communicate to patients regarding their MRI or their CT. So then next thing I know, I was working with a chiropractor then, and the guy across the, the hallway kind of said, uh, could I get one of those? And I kind of hmm. looked at him, and it wasn't even my intent hmm. to develop this company. It wasn't like I was just doing it from, for the purpose of educating my patients. Well, now, uh, 12, 13 years later, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's getting big and getting big fast and it's very exciting because people are are passionate about i'm finding that i'm 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 um drawing on or i'm attracting those practitioners that truly want to engage and put the patient center in the clinical stage Uh and um and then it also really points to what we do uh, you know, I, I've got, um, around the time when I was developing these, these models too, I was in the process, I was doing research as well. Um, and I've got a, a few papers that published using dynamic MRI or upright MRI. So, um, you know, it's, it's been, it, it's been super exciting. And, you know, what's exciting is that when I get my, 
you know, chiropractic colleagues or, you know, I've got neurosurgeons that use these models. Uh, mm-hmm. But when they give me this feedback, it's, it's saying that it really changes the whole clinical arena. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rewarding, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Def- no, definitely. And, you know, and, and I've been, uh, you know, obviously I hosted the MPI virtual summit and you were a big help for that. And you, you donated a, a model for a raffle. And so I was able to check all that stuff out and it was impressive what you have going on. And it seems like you've struck a chord with a lot of the evidence-based chiropractors. You know, I think historically in chiropractic, we've heard a lot about patient education and you, you've seen the charts and you see this and that, and a lot of it's really without merit, uh, but you've put together uh, the actual science and put it into a design that's nice and easy to convey to the patient. And I think the evidence-based chiropractor that's seeing it is recognizing that and realizing what it can do for them uh, to try to demonstrate that. Cause you know, like an MRI film uh, yeah. or a report or x-ray fit, whatever, it's just really hard for the patient to actually relate to that. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's very difficult. And that's, you know, that's the other thing is I wanted us to feel confidence using models. You know, when you grab a plastic, you know, we're professionals. And when you grab a plastic model that's static and it's got a big, like a far lateral red bulge coming out the side, uh, (laughs) you know, it, that doesn't, um, that doesn't speak professionalism in my opinion. Like it just, and, and the patients can see through that. And you know, they look at that, whoa, what's that? Do I have a big old red thing sticking out? Is that a Why tumor? Is it, <laughs> is it a tumor? Why does it change mm-hmm. when I, when I sit, when I sit better, when my posture improves, my symptoms go down. Mm-hmm. And when I sit like this, then my symptoms go like, you know, so we need ways to talk and to explain real time pain generators to patients. And if you don't have the tools, you're, you know, it's difficult for them to truly understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got customers that, you know, get my models and um, <laughs> it's funny, but, you know, you've got your spiel on on what you say to patients and they get the model and they have the the old spiel and then they they find that they, they, they continue to talk, but their education's already been done. Mm-hmm. So it saves them copious amounts of time because they don't, all they have to do is just show them the mechanism and show them the, whether it's a disc bulge or a fissure or, or nerve root encroachment mm-hmm. or what have you, bang, done. Mm-hmm. Patient understands on the spot and now they're ready. Okay, okay, I saw the problem and that makes sense to me. What do you got for treatment, right? Let's mm-hmm, have a look mm-hmm. at that. So it saves them a whole bunch of time. And it's just, they've, um, that's what I find is probably most helpful is that all of a sudden it's just, it's just now you've got a whole bunch of other time, right? Mm-hmm, to uh, mm-hmm. focus on other things. So break it down a little bit for us. Um, what's the difference with, with your models and the traditional? There, there seems to be some, some motion components to it or other aspects. Can, can you break that down for us a little bit? Uh, yeah, for sure. So, so the, the, uh, the hub of it has mm-hmm. to do with, uh, there was no models out there that actually had a nucleus and an annulus. Yep. So that's kind of the fundamentals of, of the motion segment is that there is a, uh, there's a dynamic nucleus and there's a dynamic annulus. Mm-hmm. 
And now also there is simulated hyaline cartilage on the facet joint. So you can talk about those, those micro injuries, fibrillation or injuries to the facet joints. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a lot, there's a lot that's different. Um, uh, but the main thing is that it's got natural six degrees of freedom of motion. So mm. it's, it's going to have like, you know, retrolisthesis a micro retrolisthesis, or you've got an anterior shear lateral shear, you've got disc, you know, compression, decompression. Um, so it's there to describe pretty much any movement that you need. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our sponsor, Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years and we've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do search engine optimization. There's so much to it and she does a great job. If you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. You just have to have this type of stuff done for you. There's just no way around it. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results and your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review today. That's great. And then you have um, more than just spine related ones as well, right? Uh, yeah, I do. But, you know, I've now began, um, I've been contracted by a company that, um, that does uh, medial implants, so medial meniscal implants. Oh, nice. So I've, so now, you know, I was like, I don't want to develop a knee. I was a spine focused, right? Yeah, yeah. But they kept bugging me saying, you got to <laughs> develop a knee. You gotta, I'm like, ah, do I have to? Because it's a little bit bigger. There's a few extra ligaments and yeah. Um, but I've done that now. Yeah, I've done that. And I've all made it all to spec. You know, mm-hmm. I've uh, used, you know, all the, you know, so all the geometry is accurate. Yeah. And, uh, now you can actually, it's pretty interesting. I had a case in yesterday and, um, you know, most, I, I don't know, it, it depends on, on your area, but you know, most patients think that we're spine focused mm-hmm. and not so much extremity focused. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, somebody came in yesterday with a knee injury and, uh, and it, you know what, these models just kind of all of a sudden now I'm, I'm seeing actually, I can see the ACL take up tension. Yeah. I can see the ACL come up slack. I can see the PCL as I move. I can shear it. So when I'm looking at this model now, that's the other thing about these models. I think, well, I know they have um, allowed me to be a better practitioner because mm-hmm. I can, I can, I think I, I can see more now regarding motion and um, you know, where, where structures can be painful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I, and I love your website. Like when you look at, uh, say, like the lumbar, you know, you, you'll have a whole kinds of different information on there with different types. It's just not 
a lumbar spine model, you know, like that's, what's pretty cool. You'll have one here. It says L4 sacrum dynamic disc model. You've got one that's L2 through five hypermobility lumbar disc. So you're really getting the biomechanics down, uh, which I think can really help the provider convey that to the patient. Whereas the other stuff just doesn't do it. Yeah. And that's basically been years of, you know, attending, you know, spine conferences, which we don't have too many of them anymore, but going to the North American spine society meeting, you know, huge meeting. And I had surgeons and feedback and they, you know, for, you know, they'd say, Oh, Jerome, how about, uh, how about a degenerative spondylolisthesis? And I'm like, uh, so I come back the next conference next year and voila, there it is. Right? <laughs> somebody would, and I'd say, do you have one that's got a uh, reduced disc height of 5.1 with a, with a hypermobile 4.5 uh, protruding centrally? I'm like, mm, no. But then the next year I'd come back and I go, voila, right? You know, so, <laughs> so that's, I listen to my customers. And that's, I think, one of the successes of my, my business is that I listen carefully to the feedback. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I try to act on it when I see it financially feasible and whether I think it's just a one-off or whether, you know, other people would be interested in this. So, yeah, it's, um, you can see there's a lot of products on there now, but I've got my, you know, the, the staples, right, which are the professional LXH model, which is basically kind of a, the SUV of them. That was the very first model that I ever developed. Mm -hmm. And it's still by far the first uh, or the most popular just because it's got so much in it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Cool. And then I want to, I want to pivot a little bit on, on the conversation and, and I want to speak to me. I'm a chiropractor or audiences, yeah. chiropractors. Um, what have you found to be the best ways of communicating and educating patients during a visit? Because it's, you know, like I said earlier, it's not all about marketing. It's a big part of it. When you get those patients in the door, I see a lot of chiropractors yeah. are losing too many yeah. patients too soon. The patient adherence is too yeah. low. Yeah. Um, a lot of things happening and it's hard to grow a practice that way. So yeah. speak to me, speak yeah. to the audience about the patient education side of it and, and, and what you're doing to oh. optimize that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, not to brag, but you know, like I've got a pretty, like I got three weeks before somebody can come in and see me, right. There's just yep. a, a waiting list to come in and see me. And I think my, what I try and do, what I do right out of the gates is I make, and I make them front and center and I make sense of their symptoms as I go along. Like for example, if they're sitting in the chair, giving you a history, um, make sure you're paying attention to the shifts and postures that they're making to alleviate symptoms right on the fly. Okay. So pay attention to the moments right in front of you and try to make sense of that, or at least tell them that you're aware of the symptoms. Like for example, if somebody's sitting and they're kind of sitting to the side and they're putting their hands down, mm -hmm. right. To try and offload maybe a left facet or something like that. Say, Oh, okay. I see you're doing so. I just really try and make the patient front and center mm -hmm. and really ch like chase down those biomechanical symptoms. And, and the patient then knows that you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. You're aware of, you know, their condition and you're putting together a, um, a story on how you can help them specifically. If you get into templates and that sort of thing, it's not, every patient is extremely unique and you you've got to make make sure that they are right at the center stage and educate them along the way i wouldn't wait 
to do your, I, I don't wait to kind of, okay, you know, my last five minutes or whatever, that's when I do my patient education. Mm-hmm. I am constantly, as we're going along, I'm constantly telling them what I'm thinking. Okay, let's get, let's check your active range of motion. So let's get you to rotate your head to the left. Okay. Now, okay. You, we all know that, you know, it's not about quantity. It's more to do with quality. So if you see them move their head to the left, and all of a sudden they come to a stop and their eyebrow kind of flinches a little bit. You ask them about what that was, because you know darn well that when they go to reach to grab something out of the back of their car, that is the motion that's likely triggering their symptoms. So right at that moment, you know, I'll say, okay, this is what we just explored. And I'll take my full cervical spine model. I said, this is what we just did with your cervical spine, Mm -hmm. your cervical spine. And this is what I'm thinking is causing that pain so you show them with the model Mm -hmm. and you tell them at the moment this is what i believe is going on at this okay now let's move let's get you to move over to the midline oh did uh, you see their eyebrows kind of some something happened so oh so when you came back to neutral there were symptoms too Mm -hmm. so i think what what i the, the big thing the big thing tip i can give um chiropractors is pay attention to every move like, and as you may not understand and, and uh, understand, you know, the biomechanics at the moment, but let the patient know that you are paying close attention to, to uh, you know, to relieve them of their symptoms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it now tells, it sets the stage for treatment. You've just explored and showed them that when you left rotate, you know, there were symptoms in the, on the left side, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, now you've already set the stage for, for what you're going to be treating. So it's just, um, and, you know, and, and when patients leave, they've got this uh, repeat kind of now when they turn their head to the left and they go, oh, they have a visual of like, oh, that's what that is. So it's about planting seeds as you go along, right? And building a strong bond and making anatomy fun too, right? Don't, mm-hmm. you know, we want to make, make anatomy that's, um, that's not scary, but, but fun and, and understand what the, what, what the tissues are telling the patient, right? So. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I think, you know, we have this in our mind, we have to, to kind of, you know, do the exam and then have a delineated sit down of report of findings, whether it's at the end or the next day. And it's this, kind of dog and pony show of and it's always the same thing right it's always the same report of findings basically and it's a convincing job they're trying to do to the patient um, versus that consistent communication throughout and they're they're able to absorb it slowly and throughout the throughout the uh, visit versus like drinking water out of a fire hydrant at the (laughs) end right (laughs) and i think that's i i I think it's the combination of the drinking the water out of the fire hydrant all at once and chiropractors trying to verbalize only hard things and using doctor talk and jargon that usually kind of that combination loses the patient and they don't build that trust, rapport, buy-in. Yep. Versus where, like what you're saying is doing it as you're doing it, let them digest it slowly, use yep. visual, because obviously visual is a huge aspect of learning for, for most people and in a conjunction of verbal, um, it'll do a lot better of conveying that message without uh, speaking over their head. 
Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the visit, you're going to go, you're going to, you're going to think, wow, I just did my report upon report of findings on the fly. So you just recap a couple points. Mm -hmm. You, you know, ask them if they understood what you did and what the, you know, what's going on. And often they can report back. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, so it's just, um, I don't know. It's just really, it's just worked best uh for me and yeah. my patients i think it's great and then you feel like you know if you kind of sandwich with what you're talking about with you know at the history and consultation part where you um ask the right questions and listen to them yeah right and and like yeah. you said observe them yeah if, if you if you do that that gets really on the right foot they felt heard yeah felt like you have time for them that you care that you have yeah. the empathy then yeah. you roll into the com- consistent communication like you discuss and then at the end yeah that's when you sit down and and you just kind of put a nice little bow on it obviously yeah probably give them a diagnosis or at least a working diagnosis. And then, you know, maybe talk, I shouldn't say maybe most likely discuss what some of the indirect causes of this diagnosis are, lay out a nice treatment plan. And from there you've, you've given them a good experience to where they feel confident in in your plan. And uh, I think that'll go a long way of um, not even like, let's even forget about the, the, the op the optimization of your practice for a standpoint this is going to get you better outcomes right oh absolutely it's yeah. of course it is because you know they understand and they understand their their symptoms and make sense to them and, mm-hmm. and this is a you know you want to invest in patients and you want to invest in those bubbles around patients yep right you always have to think about the people around them right Mm -hmm. so you give them everything you have and you make them front and center and next thing you know that bubble is spilling over right Mm -hmm. and uh so um yeah it's uh yeah so i'm sold i'm in (laughs) i I need some where do i go where do i go to to check this out um and and also, do you do you have anything as regard in regarding uh, let's let's call it education for the chiropractor on uh, communicating with your models? Uh, yes, I've got a uh, there's a YouTube channel Perfect. and uh, Dynamic Disc mm-hmm. uh, that's D I S C, um, and the website is dynamic disc designs.com. So you'll, uh, you'll see there's all the links in there, you know, as usual, uh, you know, we're on Instagram and you know, all the usual places. Uh, but there's also, if you go to dynamic disc designs.com, there is a patient engagement, uh, in the menu, which I must say, I love, like I was, I'm, you know, I was yeah. looking at it before yeah. I had you on and it's just great because it's, it's you going through that stuff. Yeah. So the, the, the chiropractor could watch these and actually see how to educate a patient properly. Yeah. And you know what, everybody's going to have their style and you mm-hmm. know, it's going to sometimes take some time to get your style mm-hmm. and get comfortable with your style. These are just some examples of my style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's, um, it's, you know, it's, that's hooked into a playlist in, uh, in my YouTube channel. Right. So I'll do, um, I'll do videos on the YouTube channel and then I'll just, 
you know, I'll hook that into the playlist and that propagates to that page there. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Do you ever uh, put these on your, like, do you have a TV in a waiting room or anything in your practice or anything? No, no. That'd no, be a good I idea. Just, everything's all in person. <laughs> yeah, no, I keep all that stuff down. You know, yeah. let's just, just keep it all quiet and uh, peaceful and everything happens when you're with the doctor. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great information. Is there anything else you can, you can provide to our audience to kind of, help them understand how to properly educate their patients um, and, and just make sure that they're, they're doing an effective job because I think it's a big struggle for a lot of chiropractors. Yeah, I think we haven't had the right tools. Mm-hmm. I think when we, like, our tools kind of uh, dictate how we, you know, and what we talk about. Now that we have appropriate tools or better tools anyways with regards to anatomical models, we could talk about these, these you know, these movements and these things that we're doing to help with our patients. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's just having the right tools for the right jobs. And, and I'm just happy to be able to provide that for chiropractors now. Perfect. I love it. Um, you know, I really appreciate your time. I know that uh, you're uh, helping us out a little bit on the CSA business uh, virtual summit, and we appreciate that as well. And um, I, I want to continue this conversation on a, on a part two, probably. Um, but I really uh, want chiropractors to understand how important it is to get that communication down. And if you have the right um, anatomical models and things like that to really help with that visual aspect of it, it's going to go a long way. Yeah, of course. No, thanks for having me, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It was great. I appreciate your time and I know you and I will talk soon. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.